People of Earth, attention! This is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. My children of the fright, relieve the nightmares of your screams where the absurd becomes reality and the horror becomes the norm and all is produced by schmutzy filmmakers. Schwartz Audio Theater, <laughs> Hello and good evening. In the vernacular of tonight's feature, y'all come in and sit down a spell, cause we're fixin' to dish up a heap and helpin' of steam and swamp epic for ya. Tonight we present the apocalypse now of low-budget, mutated, swamp-freak horror flicks by the same author that brought you such revolting, uh, 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 riveting cinema as the Wasp Woman and the Terror. Bigger! You bellowed here, Doctor. The film. Start the film. Ah, uh, perhaps the guest would enjoy playing Marchese instead. What's wrong with you? You don't look very well. Do you need me to perform another session of bloodletting? Oh, hey-ho, nature's coming right up, sir. Take your seats, masters and mistresses. Roll it! Prepare for attack of the giant leeches! Deep in the backwaters of a Floridian swamp, not far from Cape Canaveral, we find Lamb Sawyer paddling with a porpoise. Hmm, this here'd be a good spot of swamp to break out the moonshine. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) What's that? Not ten feet from Lem's boat, a strange creature emerges, looking suspiciously like a man in a trash bag with egg crating glued all over it. Sweet Jesus! Well, I best shoot at whatever it is! I better get back to Dave's grocery and tell the boys about this. They ain't gonna believe it! Later that night, at Dave's grocery store and tire repair shop. <laughs> now, Lim, <laughs> tell us true. Was that their swamp monster, Pink? <laughs> I'll tell you what, fellas. I'm going to go back to the swamp and fetch the carcass of that mutated octopus so you all can see it with your own two eyes. Well... Happy hunting! <laughs> Liz, honey, where do you think you're going all painted up like that? Answer me, baby. I'm your husband. I, I got rights to know. Hmm. I'm going out, David. Baby. I might be back in a while and I might not. Liz, baby, Liz! Lad woman. Someday I'm gonna give that she-cat a real whooping. Anyone for cards? 
some time later, the new game warden, Steve Benton, and his girlfriend Janet are searching the swamp for alligator poachers. They stop momentarily to confess their love for each other and to suck some face. Oh, Steve. Steve, I love you so much. That's why I'm kissing you on the cheek. I can't... That sounded like a scream. Quick, get in the car and lock the doors and I'll check it out. Oh, be careful, Steve. Game Warden Steve runs through some shrubbery and whips out his pistol. He's met by a terrified Liz. It's Slim Sawyer and he's dead. Oh my God, he's dead. His, his face has deep circles all over it and, and his neck's been tore out. It's awful, awful. Yes, I see them. Whatever ate on old Lem wasn't an alligator. The next day, Game Warden Steve argues with the swamp sheriff. What? Sheriff Colvis, you've got to be kidding. You heard me, son. Lem was et by an alligator. Plain and simple. But Doc Grayson disagrees with you. The markings clearly indicated to him that Lem was chewed on by some sort of alien from outer space. Perhaps an intelligent octopus-like species. Boy, you're a Game Warden, not Dick Tracy. Now you take your bird brain theories and skedaddle out of my office. But, Sheriff... Just get. No, what's the use? Do me a favor and go soak your big fat head. Did he just call me a big fat head? For the next two days, the game warden and Janet scour every inch of the hot muggy swamp. Steve rolls, and Janet serves hot coffee with the pearlish precision of June Cleaver. Here's your coffee. Steve, did you hear that? Yes. It's gone now. Probably nothing. Well, we've searched high and low. I'm ready to give it up. Let's go home. If only Steve and Janet had looked a little more carefully, they would have seen a skinny, tentacled papier-mâché head with two egg-sized eyeballs and a round sucker for a mouth harmlessly bubble above the surface and then sink back down to the depths of a secret cavern. The next morning at Dave's grocery and tire repair. Get out of here, you fat pig. Oh, Liz, baby, come on, come on now. I know you're mad at me, but I gotta get this here order over to Mrs. Shelby's. She's one of my best customers. Don't smash things, Liz. That's wasteful, baby. You disgust me. Go on, get. We'll talk more when I get back. Morning, David. Liz pitching a fit again. Eh? Oh, hello, Cal. Yeah, I guess you could say that. She's a real she-cat, that one. Since Lim died, she thinks we should sell the place and move into town. I told her, no way! Oh, say, I'm kind of in a hurry. Is there something I can do for you? No, no, just just going to get some chew. You go on, Dave, and don't let Liz buffalo you none. Well, if you moved off, we'd sure miss you. Thanks, Cal. That's the mighty neighborly of you. Bye now. Something you want, Cal? Sure is, honey. There sure is. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> Meanwhile, Game Warden Steve is expressing his frustration to Janet as they politely sit on the couch and observe the no-touching rule. 
I just can't understand it. I was certain your father's theory about squid people from outer space was right. But we've been over that swamp a hundred times in the last few days, and we found absolutely nothing. You're not giving up, are you, Steve? Well, with all respect to your father's theories, I just can't waste any more time on it. Dad was so sure. It's a pity. More coffee? Meanwhile, back at the swamp, we find Dave walking with his rifle. He hears voices and creeps closer. I reckon I never met a woman like you, Liz. You're something. Well, how'd a fine girl like you wind up with an old tub of lard like Dave? You're way too good for him. My first husband beat me up real bad all the time. After that, I was ready to say I do to the first nice man that said a pleasant word to me. Well, Dave was that man, but you're more my type, Cal. Oh, I wish I'd got you before, Dave. I know how to treat a woman right, and I'd always protect you. Well, maybe it's not too late. Oh, you're wrong, Liz, baby. It's later than you think. Now, Dave, it's not what it looks like. You put that rifle down before I make you eat it. You go on and try. Don't take another step or I'll... I'll... Stop it. You're going to kill us. It's not my fault. That, that, that tramp was all over me every time you turned your back. I'm your friend, Dave. You wouldn't shoot your friend. Shoot her. Why, you spineless weasel. Oh. David, baby, honey, put the gun down. We can talk it out. Oh, into the swamp, both of you. No, Dave, no, Dave. no, Dave, come on, baby, please. No, Dave, Dave, come on, we can go back towards the south. Oh, God, it's hideous. It's right behind you. Swim, guys, swim. Next day, the sheriff brings Dave to the swamp to show the divers where he made Cal and Liz way into the water. Okay, Dave, I'm getting a mite put out. We've been dragging the swamp for hours. Just tell us where you hid the bodies after you shot them so we can wrap this thing up. <laughs> I done told you a hundred times, Sheriff. I didn't kill my Liz. Oh, that no good, Cal. <laughs> I just wanted to scare them and teach them a lesson. Oh, but then some swamp beast with a trash bag and eight great body at them both right in front of my eyes and then just sank back under the water. Uh-huh. Deputy Corman, take this here wife killer back to the jail. Okay, men. That's it for today. Everyone go home. Oh, maybe we pardon sheriff, but uh, if and someone was lucky enough to find the bodies, would there be a reward in it? Hundred dollars, maybe. A piece, maybe. Yes, a piece. Now leave me be, Sam. <laughs> you hear that, Ernie? <laughs> Let's wait till those boys are out here, and we'll get the poles and shake some alligator nest. Ooh, boy, a hundred dollars a piece. <laughs> that night at Doc Grayson's house. I've been thinking about those swamp creatures, Steve. The reason we never see them could be that they can't take the light. 
Now I have a little dynamite. Not so fast, Doc. I'm afraid if I see you anywhere near that swamp with dynamite, I'll have to arrest you. Steve! You just don't get it, Janet. Damn it. It's my job to protect the wildlife, even if it's wildlife from another planet. Excuse me. Hello? Dr. Grayson speaking. I see. Thanks for calling, Deputy Corman. What is it, Dad? Dave hung himself in his jail cell. No! They found him swinging like a ham in a smokehouse. There's no cure for that. Oh, how horrible. I'll make some coffee. Meanwhile, night falls on the swamp. Old Sam and Ernie predictably pick this precise time to hunt for the missing bodies. I can't wait to spend my shared money. Hand me that And predictably, the giant swamp creatures attack, dragging the two low-paid extras to a secret underground cavern where we find the others wailing and screaming as the trash bag and eggshell created stuntmen, the <laughs> giant leeches, suck all their blood. Such gore, such terror, and so short. The next day, Doc Grayson learns from Sheriff Covis that the swamp has claimed two more victims. Janet? Yes, Dad? I'm going to dynamite the swamp. I know you love Steve, but I can't sit idly by while alien sucking things are invading our world. Okay, I'll make coffee. You just had to do it, didn't you, Doc? Watch it, Steve. The dynamite is about to... Oh, my Lord, look! Here's Cal. And old Sam. And Ernie. Later that night, Doc Grayson returns from the autopsy. Their bodies were completely drained of blood. Damn it. Janet. Yes, Father? I need more dynamite. What's up, Doc? Their bodies were not only drained of blood, but none of them were decomposed. The swamp is filled with caverns that could serve as air pockets. And Dave's wife Liz is missing. Damn it. Janet. Yes, Father? Why is Steve cussing? Because that means I have to scuba dive and find that cavern air pocket and attempt to rescue Liz. What's wrong with that? This makes the movie last 20 minutes longer. Damn it. The next morning, Steve and his merchant marine buddy scuba dive to search for the cavern that holds Liz. Meanwhile, in the underground cavern... No, please don't. Liz flails in listless but very sexy poses. As the stuntman leeches sucker. Blood, that is. Just then, if you squint just right, you can barely make out in the grainy and confusing edited underwater sequences that a giant leech attacks one of the divers, whether it's Steve or his merchant marine friend, who cares, as long as it moves the plot along. A well-placed knife. And the divers surface to a swamp bank filled with spectators. Use the dynamite, dammit! Janet, light the fuse. May Mother Nature forgive us. It 
What's some sort of monstrous swamp creature? Look at its hideous trash bag and egg crate body. And the last missing piece of white trash. Uh, a person. Liz Walker. Well, those space leeches will never harm anyone again. Thanks to you, Doctor. Simple deduction, my boy. Simple deduction. Amazing movie. Simply amazing. Don't you agree, Bigor? I'm afraid of leeches, Herr Doctor, so I didn't watch the movie. They're dreadful creatures, and it turns my stomach to watch anything about them. Pish posh. A big, strong hunchback like you? What's there to be afraid of? Actually, you have a lot in common with a leech, Bigor. A leech is a parasite. You're a parasite. A leech has 32 brains. You are 32 brains short of one. A leech sucks blood. You are a blood sucker. A leech likes fish. You like fish. The hour is late, Herr Doctor. Shall I show our guests to the door? Very well. I have work to do in the lab. Prudence blew another neck boat. Reanimated corpses, right? <laughs> if it's not one thing, it's another. Good night, everyone. Steer clear of the swamps on your way home. Not adjust your sets. You're tuned to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Tomorrow on Mutual is Thursday Thrillers, our roundup of action, adventure, mystery, crime, drama, and thrillers, of course. Subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for every day of diverse audio tales. Or find the Thursday Thrillers feed in your favorite podcast players. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.